0: Welcome to the Healthy Heart Podcast, brought to you by me, Gabby Garcia. The Healthy Heart Podcast is a space to share about valuable topics that, as a humanity, we need to be more aware. We want to create a positive impact in everyone who listens to us. I believe you are also making a positive impact, so thank you for being here. Welcome to this third episode, I am super happy to share with you that for the first time, I am with a guest. She's Victoria, a beautiful soul that I met here in Bali. She's an intuitive eating coach, and today she's going to share a bit of her story with us. Later on, we will go deeper on how self-esteem is so important to have a healthy heart. Let's get started. Welcome, Victoria. I'm super excited to have you here with us today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Mm, Um, First, I want to say that I believe that your story is amazing. This woman here ran 30 kilometers nonstop at 3 a.m. without previous training. And I would love to know why and how your self-image influenced on this action.
1: Yeah, so it was pretty crazy. I was kind of in the absolute depths of an eating disorder. Um, I was really struggling. I had a lot of food fear. I was filled with anxiety. And what had happened and why I was running at 3 AM, 30 kilometers, (laughs) is because I had woken up at 3 AM and I'd had a few extra handfuls of trail mix. I woke up in the middle of the night just starving. And this happened to me quite frequently because I wasn't eating enough food. Um, And so I kind of just went into the kitchen kind of half days. If you ever been to the bathroom in the middle of the night and you're kind of Mm. not really there, (laughs) that was kind of what had happened. And I just started shoving trail mix into my mouth because my body was starving. And when I kind of came to and realized what I had done, I started freaking out because I was not used to having that many calories in my body during Mm. the day. I was so obsessive, you know. It had started out as a diet and then it turned into anorexia and people Mm. just really praised me for having this incessant, quote unquote, willpower and motivation, but Mm -hmm. it really was a sickness. And so I was crying, crying at 3 a.m., lying on the floor, like in fetal position in my apartment in Montreal, Mm. Um, and I knew I couldn't continue to lie there because I couldn't go back to sleep with those calories in my stomach. Again, I was not in my right mind. Um, and so I crawled to my closet on all fours and pulled on my running clothes and I pulled a random number off the top of my head, which seemed like a you know an adequate punishment for what I had done, which was 30 kilometers. Whoa. And so I set out pitch black in Montreal with my running clothes on and I still remember the headlights of the cars like lighting up my face as I was running up, if anyone knows Montreal, Mount, uh, Mount Royal, um, and just crying and just all these headlights of the cars hitting my face and knowing that I didn't want to run, but not knowing how not to run. Um, And that was really my rock bottom moment when I got to the top of that mountain. And I realized, you know, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm not okay. This eating disorder keeps convincing me there's going to be a low enough weight I'm going to hit. And I can stop and be happy. And I kept hitting a new low weight. And it still wasn't enough. And I still wasn't happy.
0: Wow, that's super powerful, to be honest. Um, Yeah, it's crazy how possible... Is that we do these kind of things just because our self-esteem is so low and our self-love is like null just to get that validation from people, right? So yeah, this podcast is about self-development and we all know how difficult or how hard society pressure can be. But if we want to have a healthy heart mindset, we need to know and be aware that we are a product of our environment, but we can change that. So as you already share a piece of your story with eating disorders, I want to ask you, how did you overcome your struggles with this eating disorder and what role plays self-esteem on it? Because I could say that it is easy to not actually pay any attention to what others uh, may think about us. But in real life, it takes a lot of practice. So yeah, how did you overcome this eating disorder and what role plays self-esteem on it?
1: I love that you said we're a product of our environment because so often there's a very blurred line between again, having a lot of motivation, and willpower and being really good at dieting. And an eating disorder, Mm. and so for me, Mm. I'd been an athlete my whole life, and so when I lost weight really, really quickly, what was left underneath was shredded abs, really strong. You know, I looked quote unquote very fit, Mm. but I was not eating. I was starving. Unhealthy. I was not healthy at all, and so the ironic thing was, you know, being in the environment I was in was I was receiving constant praise. I how did you do it? You look amazing. And, you know, you're saying, how did you motivate yourself to run at 3 a.m.? You know, my fuel, that power that got me going was those compliments. Those people telling me I looked beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You felt that you had to be like, okay, I have to run 30 kilometers because
0: I need to prove people Mm -hmm. that i am fit because yeah i cannot be eating at 3 a.m anything from the kitchen right
1: right and my whole identity had gone from you know when i was in a like a larger body feeling like i was invisible Mm. and then all of a sudden i shed a bunch of weight really quickly and i was seen for the first time in my Mm. life and so for me i was terrified that if i gained any weight i would go back to this old life of feeling invisible yeah And so my environment really perpetuated this idea that I had to be thin, I had to be fit in order to be loved. And so what was really ironic was, and where self-love really comes into this, is my entire life, I thought in order for me to fit in, I had to be perfect. Mm -hmm. I thought I had to look a certain way. I thought I had to achieve a certain weight. And for me, I'm someone who really struggled with depression and anxiety my entire Mm -hmm. life. And so I was very unhappy. And in my mind, I thought it was because of my weight. And mm. so I saw so many, you no know, magazines before and after, you know, they're unhappy in the yeah. four pictures and after they're happy in my mind, I'd convinced myself that once I'd lost the weight, I would be happy. And so there I was standing at the top of the mountain, you know, after running 30 kilometers at my lowest possible weight, my hair had fallen out. I lost my period. I was just a disaster and I was still suffering from depression. I was still yeah, not, happy. Yeah, so not happy, right? Yeah. And so for me, this really hit home when I had to understand that my happiness and fixing depression, all that, and connecting with people for the first time in my life doesn't come from being perfect because mm-hmm. people don't connect with perfect. They connect with imperfect. Yes. And so for myself, the self-love journey. And what's
0: perfect anyway? <laughs>
1: and what is perfect, right? We yeah. get this idea in our society of what perfect should be and it's never really the case um, and so when I started to share with people my story and I started to let other people in and really break down these walls of, you know, I'm not perfect and I do need help. It was the first time in my life that I was actually able to connect with people. And then I found happiness in that connection. Mm-hmm. And so it had nothing to do with my body. It had everything to do with being vulnerable and being real and just reaching out and asking for help. And I thought that was a weakness, but yeah. it turns out it is absolutely the biggest strength. Correct.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel... All your sharing is, all your sharing is really really inspiring, and I feel very grateful that you are here today telling us part okay. of your story. Uh, because yeah, definitely there is no perfection, mm-hmm. uh, or we can say we are already perfect yeah. as we are. Absolutely right, and of course society always show us like oh this is how you should look, this is mm-hmm. how you should be, but the truth is that we know. We need to be authentic Mm -hmm. and stick to our true self, right? Yes. So um, before we finish this Mm -hmm. amazing interview, uh, I'd like you to share with us three actions you feel were and are pillars of this personal journey you're still on.
1: Mm -hmm. So the biggest one for me, I would say, is bringing in support. I'm someone my entire life who's very independent and I based a lot of my self-esteem on not needing anyone's help Mm. and so again when you're having an eating disorder your mind tries to convince you that it's not that bad and that you can fix it on your own it's Mm. gonna be okay but again you're not in your right mind because an eating disorder is not an illness of the body it's an illness of the mind and so it'll try to convince you otherwise and so for me the really key moment came when I started to bring in other people. I thought it was a battle I had to fight on my own, but it wasn't. You know, when I brought in like my mom and counselors and therapists and I started sharing on social media and all of a sudden I had this entire army behind me and all of a sudden this, you know, this burden and this struggle, this eating disorder became so much lighter because I brought in all this support. And that's really was so huge and so key for me to overcome it. So that would be the first thing is bringing in other people. Bring and support, especially community when you're trying community and connection yeah. like, connection, 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 connection is absolutely huge. Um, the second thing is that it's never a body problem. Mm-hmm. I was convinced that it was my body that was the problem in my life, but what you know, we think is a body problem is actually a life problem, and so you can dig a little bit deeper and understand okay, where in my life am I trying to fill a void? Because you know, if you say I want to lose weight. What we're usually saying is I want to feel loved, I want to feel Mm -hmm. accepted, I want to feel connected. Mm -hmm. And in our mind, we just go to weight loss because that's what we're told is that secret key Mm -hmm. and it's not the case at all. So it's really understanding where is that void in your life and then turning inward to fill it yourself instead of seeking external validation. Exactly,
0: like to look up for your self-esteem and your self-love.
1: Absolutely and the third thing is honestly just have fun in your life (laughs) i when i was at the worst of my eating disorders and my depression i kind of forgot that it was okay to have fun and to be a kid and to play and we end up fixating on food in our body when there's nothing else really going on in our lives we end up with almost like a zoom lens on and so when you can add in fun to other areas of our life it's like we can zoom out and have a bigger picture and so now I love to dance and that really, really helps me connect with my body because before I was like a floating head essentially, you know, yeah. just <laughs> walking around yeah. and just totally disconnected. Yeah. So I love to dance and I love to listen to, you know, stand up comedy and I love to go for dinner with friends. and go on the beach and play with animals and so many things. And just because we're older and we're grown up doesn't mean that we shouldn't have time to play anymore.
0: Yeah, I agree. I and, agree with that. And
1: so much how our brain works, you know, mm-hmm. like serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, like all those feel good neurotransmitters. We get that when we play, and when we connect with people. And if we don't, then what we do is we often seek those same things in foods and seek those same things in validation from other people. And so when we can have fun ourselves and things outside of food and body, that really fills us up. And we no longer feel the need to change our body as a result. Oh, that's so
0: amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so true, every word, because we're looking for validation yes. and we're just looking for love. Everybody wants just to be loved. Everyone
1: just wants to be loved. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all that's why we do anything right we just yeah. want to feel accepted and like we fit in we feel loved and we go about it in all the wrong ways sometimes and it's just bringing some awareness and some love and some compassion
0: yes and understanding compassion. that
1: at any given moment we're doing the best we can yeah and all we can do is that
0: i i totally agree with you and i love it again thank you so much victoria for being here today um i had a great time and i'm sure people is getting a lot of value from your story Please share with us uh, where we can follow you on social media.
1: Yeah, so thank you. I so appreciate you coming and having this conversation <laughs> with me. I think it's really important to talk about eating disorders um, and make yes. it a conversation because they really thrive in darkness and secrecy, and we can bring light to it. That's how we overcome it. So thank you for the opportunity.
0: Thank you.
1: Um, so I'm on Instagram. I love Instagram. I'm mm-hmm. always dancing and posting a ton of fun things there. Uh huh. And answering <laughs> every it. one of the DMs. Um, so that is at Victoria Evans official. Okay. So definitely come find me there, and if you're to this episode shoot me a message and let me know let me know what you thought let me know if you learned anything i would love to hear from you i also have a private facebook group called intuitive eating support group for badass women so i do Mm. weekly trainings um tons of support in there and it's a private group so for sure check me out there um, and also you can find me on my website, which is com. I do one-on-one coaching and I'm also launching an academy January 2020. So Ooh, yeah, if you want to learn how to eat intuitively, it's going to be six weeks, um, step-by-step modules, videos, quizzes, very science-based, um, emotional intelligence, trauma work. It's going to be completely holistic, amazing, and I'm super excited about it. Wow, congratulations. So thank thank you you for all your energy
0: and let's finish with a big hug. Yes. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. As a wrap up, I like to point out three things that really hit me from this podcast. The first one is how can we be so judgmental by just what we see without actually knowing how people is feeling? She was sick But people were still telling her, oh, you look so good, how do you do it? And that really made me think that I want to be more aware of my surroundings and see how can I help. Because I truly believe that one word can change someone's world. The second second thing that, that hits me was how can we let ourselves be pushed to do things that harm us, put our health in risk, in order to suit others' opinions. And at the end, we cannot make everyone happy, can we? Or everyone to like us. So I find very powerful and beautiful how Victoria overcame this. The last point is how by being fit, she thought she was going to be worthy of receiving love. How by looking for others' validation was going to make her feel happy when at the same time she wasn't validating herself and that was a real struggle to deal with in the first place. The truth is, we are all worthy of love and we all want to be loved and receive it. I really hope this podcast added as much value to you as it did to me because I find really fascinating learning from others and to be able to support them in any possible way. So today I want to encourage you to love yourself and instead of asking around, hey, how are you? You ask, hey, how are you feeling today? You can create more connections and deeper conversations and help someone just by modifying these tiny, tiny details. You can find more about us on www.dondiewandering.me and enjoy all the different services we offer there. Please feel free to press the link on the description below and make a donation to support Keep Receiving This Valuable Information. Thank you for joining us. And if you like this episode, please share it. Because spread the love is what we love.